You're listening to The Wake Up Podcast with Alex Fetsky, the place where the most dynamic thinkers and practitioners in the world drop truth bombs and contrarian viewpoints to help you become the best version of yourself. Find us on the Fountain app and send us a boost with a comment. Hey everybody, welcome to Wake Up Read number 11. On this week's show, we're going to be discussing the latest article that I've written called Ego is Not the Enemy. It's a response to all of the stupidity that's kind of floating around, and this has been floating around for many years now, this whole you know ego death and ego is not the enemy and all this kind of crap. And I really want to challenge that idea because a lot of otherwise good people and well-meaning people and people who I think actually have well, relatively well-formed egos, they fall into this trap and they kind of parrot these idiotic ideas that, you know, obviously people like Ryan Holiday have popularized through their, you know, pathetic books, basically. So I, w- I want to dig into that. Now, before I do, just obviously a quick couple announcements. Number one is The Uncommunist Manifesto is live. It's on Amazon. You can go pick up a copy. Please do so. Support and share it out, share it around. Um, If you have done so, uh, please leave a review. A verified review will help keep the rating solid and have more people see it because that's what we want. It's still sitting on the bestseller list for two-hour political reads, which is is a good achievement. We want to keep it there for as long as possible. Secondly, the Bitcoin Times is almost out. I actually got the first shipment of the collectibles to my house today. And they are absolutely, absolutely gorgeous. So there's going to be 2,100 of each of these, of each edition. 21 editions in total that'll do over 21 years. We're at edition four at the moment. And these are the first time I'm actually printing them. Um, edition five this year with uh, with Goldstein and Safedean and Pierre is going to be fucking fire. It'll be the Austrian edition, but that'll be out later in the year. So I will be putting these up for sale hopefully by the end of August if all goes well with this um, with this web developer that I've got working on them. I'm going to do something unique as well with the pricing. They'll all be priced in sats and always in sats. So when they are released, I'm going to pick a price that's roughly around you know, 40, 45, maybe up to 50 bucks depending on how much effort went into each one. Um, they'll be priced at roughly the sat rate at that time and what it means is they'll go up and down in dollar terms in lockstep with the bitcoin price so the the sat price will remain static so these ones i think they're going to be listed for like 180k sats or whatever so about 40 bucks and that's where they'll remain so it'll be really interesting as a secondary market develops and evolves around these because there is only going to be 2100 printed they'll be they're each labeled and uniquely numbered um, so yeah, it'll be it'll be quite an interesting thing. So when these come out, uh, if you're at BitBlockBoom, you can pick one up in person. Uh, otherwise, they'll be available online uh, to be shipped to your door, and you wanna maybe pick up a few so that you can sell some later down the track. But anyway, enough about the Uncommunist Manifesto and the Bitcoin Times. Let's get into this week's article, written by myself on August the thirteenth, which is three or four days ago. It is entitled, Ego is Not the Enemy, and the subtitle is, You Are Your Ego. How in the hell can it be your enemy? The headline uh, image is obviously that Nazi uh, rally where there's the one guy who is not hiling, 
So I say that that is a strong, well-formed ego in a sea of egoless automatons. So let's begin. The ego is the psychological manifestation of our individuality and our identity. Whether it was given to us by God or has emerged from the depths of the evolutionary process of the universe, choose what you want to believe. It's been a key constituent in the emergence of the most advanced social species on this planet. It has enabled us to proliferate and transform chaos into order over millennia on a blue rock floating around a big raging nuclear furnace. And here come the quote-unquote philosophers like Ryan Holiday proclaiming its death. Bah ha ha ha. Oh, the arrogance and ignorance. I hope this short essay serves as a wake-up call. Ego is not the enemy. That and ego death are some of the most ridiculously stupid, immature, and disrespectful New Age ideas floating around today. So let us now dispel them. The ego is. A well-forged ego is at the heart of the individual. It is their personality and their identity. It differentiates them from everyone else and forms the very basis of the subjective nature of culture, personality, character, and color that we live with. Ego is also the basis of structure and order. It takes the infinite input from the world around us and transforms it into something identifiable, discernible, and useful. It gives the formless form. Without ego, you're merely the wind, or a plant, or perhaps just dust. Ego is what makes you human in this realm, and irrespective of what comes next, it is of egregious negligence to disrespect this conscious construct and who you are in this chapter of your existence. Ego is so much more than the false prophets of modernity want you to believe it is. Ego is reality. Ego is order, it is structure, it is boundary and delineation. Ego is private property, it is civilization, it is standing up and it is standing out. Ego is greatness, ego is excellence, ego is frame, it is dignity. Ego is responsibility, ego is masculinity. Ego is all of these things and more. But I want to hone in on the latter of the descriptions. Ego being a psychological construct that defines, separates, and delineates is a restraint of sorts. Without restraints, we can have no form. The ego gives freedom a form. And well-developed, it gives freedom a bound or a, restrain, a responsible restraint. Without responsibility, freedom is meaningless. In fact, I've come to believe that unhinged freedom is a vice. And if you look around the world today and truly examine the issues, what do you see lacking? We are, of course, lacking individual responsibility, the most important incarnation, which is a strong masculine frame. We are lacking fathers and a strong, responsible patriarchy. We are lacking people who aspire toward greatness and excellence, those who have the courage and aspiration to be outstanding. We are lacking strong boundaries and private property rights. In other words, we are lacking well-forged egos and people who have constructed themselves with deep roots and strong foundations. All we have are spineless, 
emasculated lemmings running around with no ambitions and underdeveloped, malformed egos, ready to lash out like infants or tyrannical women when they don't get what they want. They spend their entire lives reinventing themselves to the point they don't know who they are. Just empty vessels ready to be filled by whatever influence comes along. We do not need more of that. The world, if anything, needs frame. That's a hat tip to Jer right there. The ego forms. The ego forms around the age of two when the child who had heretofore not known how to differentiate itself from the flood of existence begins to discover itself. It transcends the realm of everything and nothing and begins to forge an I. It begins to develop boundaries and a relationship with other. It ascends to a higher plane of being. It finds refuge from the deluge of sensory input that the unformed conscious mind traditionally allows to enter directly into the subconscious. It is literally where a higher order consciousness begins to emerge. Not that the sub or unconscious is to be ignored, but there is no way to live in the here and now unconsciously. It's literally in the name. For a human to grow beyond the stage of infant, it must find and develop ego. It must learn who and what it is. I am are literally two of the most powerful words and incantations a person can utter, and they are the linguistic expression of the strongest force in the human psyche. The identity, the self, the ego. People who run around proclaiming ego death are literally advocating a regression to an infant-like state or a metaphorical re-entry into the womb. Wow, much mature, much courage. Totally absurd. Ego and civilization. We can have no civilization without ego. Ego is the basis of the individual persona, which in turn is the basis for the subjective nature of value and of diverse thought, action, and behavior. Therefore, without the ego, we can have no subjective value nor division of labor. Without division of labor, we can have no cooperation. Without cooperation, we can have no complexity and thus no civilization. Ego is what gives us the diversity necessary for civilization. The diversity of thought and the diversity of culture, diversity of belief and diversity of approach. Without it, there can be no nuance nor differentiation. There can be no flavor, no taste or preference. Ego must exist for there to be conscious, directed innovation, or in other words, capitalism. Ego death advocates are therefore in effect communists, but unfortunately many don't even realize. Ego is a judge. Ego is that which bears responsibility. Ego is that which discerns. Ego is that which defines. Ego is judge and judgment. And don't you dare say judgment is a bad thing, for you judge every moment of the day. In the absence of judgment, there is indecision and paralysis. Judgment is an evaluation, and it is the process the conscious and subconscious mind performs all of the time. The absence of judgment is simply the void. Therefore, the real question one should be asking is not how to avoid judgment or kill ego, but the following. Is your ego mature and well-forged enough to judge accurately, morally, and justly? Or are you a child 
who cannot restrain itself and is a slave to a poorly forged, environmentally conditioned, at effect form of fragile ego. This will define whether you are a mature, deep, regal, and worthwhile individual, or if you are just some punk. In this sense, a greater ego may need to destroy your childish ego and burn off all that is a hindrance to the forging of your greater and stronger self. But make no mistake, ego is not the enemy, nor is ego just going to die because you said so. Ego will always be there. It is fundamental. It is the identity, the personality, and the character you forge. It is you. The end goal is to forge a moral, just, and powerful ego while you have the opportunity to live this life. As Tony Robbins would say, identity is the strongest force in the human psyche, and the need to stay consistent with your identity will prevail above all others. Ego is identity. But, but ego is the enemy. So let's have a look at who thinks ego is the enemy. Exhibit A is Mr. Ryan Holiday, the brave man behind the mask, regurgitating other people's work and pretending like he's some paragon of virtue while hiding beneath his books. He literally wrote the book, Ego is the Enemy, of course. And then I've got an image of him here in a mask signing, signing the book, Courage is Calling, apparently. Who else thinks we should dissolve all ego because we're all in this together? I'll let the following collage speak for itself. And the collage I have below that is uh, got Stalin in it and Lenin and Marx and Klaus Schwab and Justin Trudeau and George Soros and Biden and uh, Hillary and Barack and Bush and some of the central bankers and stuff like that. Like, it's literally the people who want you to believe that we're all in this together. So each of these people believe that the individual is not important that the self, the ego, is just an illusory construct and that the collective is all there is. Quote-unquote, sacrifice yourself for the greater good. These are the ego-death maximalists. They don't want you to have an ego because they don't want you to stand up and stand out. That would be inconvenient for them. They want you to conform. They want egoless automatons who have no opinion, no backbone, and no spirit to follow their orders for the good of all. And then I've got a image of that classic NPC, our vaccines won't work unless you're vaccinated too. And the worst part? Useful idiots go out and buy books by charlatans like Ryan Holiday, lap that shit up, go to a yoga class, listen to some homeless Eastern mystic or unshaven hippie preach unity, and run with it. It's insane. But I get it. They cling so strongly to this idea of ego death because they had malformed egos in the first place. All it took for them to abandon themselves was a little wishy-washy, first-order, nice-sounding platitude, and off they went. They have no idea that they're walking themselves right into the gulags of their own making. But what about the monks? If you want to go out and live in a cave somewhere, meditate all day, castrate yourself, live off the donations of others, never procreate and be attached to nothing at all, then by all means, strip away the ego. In this case, perhaps ego dissolution does make sense. But it is not the path towards greater civilization or progress. It is not the path of greatness 
nor excellence. It is not how great structures or monuments are built. Of course, there is much to be learned from the Eastern and more mystic teachings. There is a time and place for detachment, and there is a time and place for the ego to take a back seat. There is even a time and place for ego dissolution on the journey towards some personal transformation. There are parts of you which must be burnt off and discarded. As with all such things, wisdom is in knowing when to apply what. Cheering the death of your ego tells me you have neither wisdom nor respect for yourself or the grand intelligence of life. You're like a child who does not know itself, suck it in by the marketing of cheap magazines at the grocery store. Then once again, I've got an image, and this one I took actually at a Whole Foods, and it had you know a Buddha on it, and it was the main image is no self, no suffering. Uh, so I've got that quote, no self, no suffering, and then underneath it, I've got the classic uh, Ida Alken from Denmark, welcome to 2030, own nothing, have no privacy, and life has never been better. Um, so no self, no suffering, own nothing, be happy. It's the same mindless message. I don't know what fairy tale land these subhumans are living in, but life involves suffering. A life worth living involves trials and tribulation. Life is a challenge. Life is beauty. Life is love, passion, war, glory, power, pleasure, and pain. It's all of these things. Along the way, we will suffer. We are not perfect. We make mistakes. And in order to grow and mature as a human being, you must suffer. It is the only valid rite of passage. This is how you earn self. Without it, you're a ghost, a non-being. So have some respect for God's sake. You're alive. Save that being a ghost part for the afterlife. You are blessed with a physical, temporal, tangible existence. Don't squander it thinking that ego should die. So in closing, the ego is effectively the conscious mind. It is the self. It is an emergent construct of nature, of God and the universe. It is by definition divine. It was designed for spatial awareness and the differentiation necessary for relationship for relationships and civilization to exist. Can the body live and the spirit act without the mind? If not, they cannot live or act without the ego. The pursuit or glorification of ego death is the most nonsensical garbage invented and on par with, we're all in this together. The ultimate question is whether you forge your ego, your identity, character and personality, or whether you're the victim whose ego is formed and defined by the environment. Do you own and integrate your ego? Or are you a slave to it while it remains a slave to the environment? If the latter, then your own character or soul is the enemy, for it has chosen to be an NPC instead of drawing the courage to forge an ego and a stance worth living and dying for. We want strong, hard, framed, mature egos, not weak, small, fragile egos. People that get offended easily, the peasantry, the parasites, the vitalics, vers, and similar of the world are holders of such small, fragile egos. Petty children, unformed, unframed, and immature, throwing tantrums when things don't go their way. They are the weak men of the cycle. 
The strong men have egos of greatness. They build monuments to the gods. They reach for the stars. They have the maturity to know when to hold, acquire, and cede territory, power, and control. This is a well-forged ego. This is wisdom. No self plus ego death equals we're all in this together plus own nothing and be happy. They are all variations on the same. It's why you'll see these so-called messages of enlightenment everywhere in the mainstream. Reject this brainwashing. Reject this erosion of consciousness. Reject this attack on self and responsibility. Enhance your perspective. Establish your identity. Forge your frame. Build yourself. Own your ego. It is you. The end. And then I've got a little image here closing out the article saying, you know, it's got the NPC looking at the night sky. Makes me realize how puny and significant I am on the cosmic scale. And then it's got the Chad saying, I am the result of 14 billion years of cosmic evolution. I'm a thermodynamic miracle. I'm the waking universe looking back at itself. Now that kind of perspective is literally what a well-forged ego will say versus the NPC with no ego who is insignificant on the cosmic scale. So there you have it. I hope you enjoy this read. This is one of those articles that has some imagery in it which really adds some flavor to the, to the article itself. So I suggest you give it a read. In fact, I just realized that I think reading things out loud takes double the time than it does reading them in your mind because I have read this in 10 minutes and this actually took me 20 minutes to read. So go figure. But anyway, if you do get a chance, check it out. You'll see all the imagery in there. It's it, it's it's funny, but things that are funny are often true. And in fact, they're almost always true. So that's why you know I, I try and use imagery as much as I can when I'm writing because as they say, a picture says a thousand words and it just drives home in a symbolic sense what the words are trying to tell you. I'm not going to do too much of analysis on this piece. In fact, what I might do is I might link it back to a future spaces, as I mentioned, that I'm going to do with Toma. I think the big thing that I'd like to leave this piece with is that it's so easy to get caught up in a lot of the nice sounding narratives and you know, like ego death and ego is the enemy and all this sort of stuff. Now, mind you, I understand when people talk about like, you know, ego being the enemy and ego being a bad thing, they're generally talking about behaving like a fucking megalomaniac uh, and acting like your shit don't stink and having no humility, etc. So, so, so I get it. And someone might argue that, hey, you know, this is all semantics, you know, what we're talking about is bad egos or shadow egos as something that we need to destroy. But I think it's very important to get precise with the language. And the ego is a conscious construct. It is part of the personality. And in fact, it, you know, I, I, I can't think of a better, like, you know, people talk about having alter egos. And what, what are they talking about? They're having, they're talking about having multiple personalities. And a personality is not a fucking enemy. Like a personality is an element of yourself and you have multiple egos, you have multiple personalities and none of them are your fucking enemy. Like the idea to make a part of yourself the enemy or that you should, well actually the killing a part of yourself 
may be relevant because you need to burn parts of yourself off. So that's fine. Um, and maybe in that sense, actually, parts of yourself may be an enemy. But the ego as a construct itself is not the enemy. That is literally throwing the baby out with the bathwater. You need, we need to differentiate between these things. And this, this is, once again, what's lacking in the world today is a precision, obviously, of language and is a these stupid blanket fucking statements like we're all in this together, etc. that are what I call uh, first-order-sounding nice, nice first-order-sounding platitudes that people will lap up like, quality is good, you know, we should have equality for everyone. Um, so, so, so anyway, I think... I like to tackle these kind of ideas and really challenge people on this. And I know there's a bunch of people that listen to me that even have um, handles like ego death. So, you know, if you're out there and you're listening, I hope this challenges you and I hope it makes you think a little bit deeper that it's not that ego is the enemy, it's that a malformed ego that is conditioned by the environment, you know, like an empty fucking vessel that is completely conditioned and is that a fucking that is an automaton with no opinion or essence of its own sure that kind of an ego is the fucking enemy but that's not you know that that is a that is a you that is completely that that is the npc you want to forge an ego and that is the goal of this life is that you want to build depth of character you want to build morality you want to build differentiation you want to build something unique about you sure human beings are all similar in some sense and sure we're all connected sure you know we're probably part of one big cosmic fucking family that has its genesis in the big bang or god or whatever the fuck you choose to believe but at the end of the day it's the differentiation of each of us that makes us unique and that forms the bedrock for civilization like the fact that we're different the fact that we're unique the fact that we all have different wants and needs and desires and you know we're all subjective in nature like that forms the basis for literally as i mentioned in the article for civilization you can't fucking have that if we are all these empty vessels that are all the fucking same and that there is no ego and there's no differentiation between us like please i implore you to think deeper when thinking about these kind of topics, ego in particular. I do, I do hope this meme sort of catches on similarly to the, to the remnant idea that caught on. And I mean, the, the one that hasn't is my attempt to try and shift the narrative away from the word elite towards parasites. I mean, that's kind of caught on a little bit, but I hope this one does because ego is truly not your enemy. Like when you look back at the ancients and as most of you know, if you've been listening to me recently, I've been doing a hell of a lot of history reading. And what I found is that the major historic figures, the people who changed the world, the people who transformed civilization and helped build it, what the fuck did they have? They had egos of greatness. Many of you know I'm a monarchy maximalist. You know, I do believe that the world will move back towards kind of modern monarchic states, city-states, you know, run by brilliant property owners. And I think a lot of that will be hereditary because there's something about property that is, you know, personal and hereditary in nature. Um, you know, there needs to be merit and competence and all that stuff obviously in there. And you increase the chances of the long-term survival of your hereditary property by having options in your offspring, i.e. multiple kids and you train fucking all of them. So the most 
uh, meritocratic and competent succeed and carry on your seed, right? But um, the, the, the greats all throughout history and all throughout human civilization have been those with incredibly large egos. They had the audacity and I mean that in the in the positive sense of audacity, they have the audacity to change the fucking world, to go and conquer, to build, to build monuments. The fuck do we have today? We have these fucking worms in the World Economic Forum, these useless fucking turds who've never built anything in their lives, leeching off everyone and trying to convince you all that you should have no fucking ego. There's morons like Ryan Holiday and fucking Sam Harris and all these clowns running around telling you to be fucking la-di-da and meditate and, you know, be empty and selfless and nothing and basically be bugs. <laughs> they want you to eat the bugs and they want you to be the bugs. Like, that's it. And, and I have such a fucking problem with this because you're so much more than that. Like, you forge yourself. And, and, you know, there's this... I guess this a lot of this triggered when we were doing the whole psychedelics discussion. And, you know, a lot of people talk about psychedelics in the form of ego death. And a bunch of these fucking moron lemmings were messaging me saying, Oh, yeah, bro, but you've never had a fucking ego death experience. It's like, shut the fuck up, bro. If you are sitting there having an ego death experience every single week, every single month, all you're doing is you're continually tearing yourself down. And what happens is not even the strongest of people, the most framed of men, can resist the consistent tearing down of ego because they start to fucking lose themselves. And this ties back into that original comment and, you know, the original whole blow-up discussion that Jer and I sort of kicked off, that he kicked off, that I uh, supported, was that the consistent use of this kind, these kind of uh, uh, substances, like psychedelics, they actually push you down the path of being a little bit effeminate. And, and if you continue down that path, particularly if you've already got effeminate, uh, basically, influences from your environment and from the state and everything, and you keep tearing down your fucking ego and keep reinventing yourself like a snake that's shedding its skin, you end up turning into this fucking soulless, egoless vessel that gets influenced not from within, not from the construct that you develop, but your entire fucking ego is influenced by the external environment. And that's what will happen with consistent ego destruction. You're not supposed to consistently fucking wipe yourself out. You're supposed to forge yourself and you're supposed to build morality. Like the idea that you're going to fucking discover morality by jumping on a fucking trip is moronic. Like we figured out morality thousands of years ago when we had time to contemplate that shit before we were distracted by all of the technology. We figured it out multiple times. Jesus, Plato, Socrates, fucking Lao Tzu, like all of these people figured all that shit out already. You're not fucking special just because you did a mushroom trip and dissolved your fucking ego. I'm sorry. Like, you know, that's what's called a malformed ego. Honestly, that is a poorly forged ego. A well-forged ego understands that there is fucking ancient wisdom and integrates that into themselves and closes the doors to the stupidity of modernity, which, you know, encourages you to just dissolve your fucking ego and dissolve yourself. It's maniacal. It's fucking stupid. It's dumb. I'm sorry. But this is this is sort of what we're surrounded by. And I think, you know, th this is going to be a gut check for many people. They're going to disagree. They're going to say, oh, you're a fucking asshole. You're this, you're that. And hey, 
maybe I am, but I think our purpose here, as particularly as men, now mind you, women, uh, you know, the, the feminine nature is more about flow. It is a, it is it is far more in the realm of creative destruction. Masculine is is a frame of order. For for women, you know, doing those substances on potentially on a more regular basis, etc. I, I, I want to say it's fine or or less. Uh, you know, less of a poison to society. But there's a caveat to that. And the caveat is that there is some sort of strong masculine frame to maintain bounds and order around that freedom. So it's fine for women to go and do that stuff. But if the men also are unframed and there's no there's no bounds, there's no restraint, then the whole fucking thing goes off the rails. So, you know, the, 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 the danger there that I do want to mention is... Um, is if you're already really high in trait openness and you go down this path, then it's very easy to become a complete fucking loony, blue hair, fucking hippie, growing, you know, armpit hair and being gender fucking fluid um, because, you know, there's no reality, there's no construct and everything is, uh, is a, you know, a, a construct of the patriarchy that we must tear down because we're all equal and we're all in this together, right? Like, ego is bad and fucking men are bad and all this sort of stuff. You can very easily end up down that path and I think it's very dangerous. So this is where frame is very important. This is where a strong, well-forged ego is very important. And this is what man's duty is, particularly man, particularly the masculine frame. It's not designed to be fucking continually torn down. It's designed to be challenged, yes, and it's designed to survive the burning off of elements of it, particularly as you mature, what you realize is that there's elements of your personality which are fucking retarded and you need to get rid of those. And they are the elements of you that are malformed. They're the elements of you that are weak and flimsy. So you want to burn those off and you want to strengthen the core. You want to strengthen the primary ego in yourself. So anyway, I think I've babbled on enough about this. I hope that this is, um, I hope this challenges people. I hope it inspires them to dig a little bit deeper. Um, hit me up, drop me some comments on this one. Uh, I think this is one of those topics that, as I said, it's going to trigger some people, and let's have a conversation about it. When Tomer and I do the do the spaces, jump in, ask a couple questions, challenge me. Let's challenge each other. Let's challenge each other's egos because that's effectively what we're doing, so that we can forge each other to become stronger better versions of ourselves or in other words to forge stronger egos so anyway that's enough from me today hope you enjoyed the article jump in do me a favor give it a bunch of claps on medium that'll help more people see it share it around um, share this podcast around like and subscribe drop some fucking boosts and i will see you on the next wake up read and in the next episode of the wake up podcast thank you for listening to the Wake Up Podcast. Find us on the Fountain app and send us a boost with a comment. I'll try and read them in tweet and send you a shout out. And remember to grab a copy of the Uncommunist Manifesto and join us in defeating the plague that is consuming our world.